it's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Picture this. You are alone late at night on a sprawling college campus. And you're just trying to get back to your office to do a little bit of work before going out with some friends. But it's it's late at night. So, you know, it, it's kind of dead. It's not super busy at that moment. And you're just kind of going alone. It's fall. It's starting to get kind of chilly. Sun's setting earlier. And you start having memories about a tragedy that occurred on campus not that long ago. And then strange things start happening. You start being followed by a vehicle, and then by a person. Or so you think it's a vehicle or a person. And it turns into one of the most terrifying nights of your life and an experience that you can't explain to your friends or family because they're going to think you're absolutely crazy, but you know it happened. That's what happens in our next story. And I quite honestly have to say, the way the story is written and how creepy it is, I think it goes into my top 10 stories of all time on the show. I don't know if it's because of that or because the account actually takes place about 10 miles from our studio. So I can really picture a lot of this as I was reading it. It's a good one though. Take a listen. This is my first time to write in, and I'm really excited to share my story with you. It was a terrifying experience, and I do not tell anyone that I know personally. They would think I'm insane. My story requires a little bit of background information for it to make sense. I'm a student at the University of Arkansas. My campus is beautiful, and there's always people who drive through the middle of campus just to see the trees and buildings. It's also really close to a local high school. Several high school students will drive through campus to get to school. In February of 2019, there was a terrible accident on campus. 
A student at the local high school was driving through campus on her way to school. Most of the streets on campus have several crosswalks, as pedestrians are always everywhere. Anyone who lives in the area always knows to watch for pedestrians. The driver was headed down Garland Avenue, which is one of the busiest streets on campus. She was texting and did not see a girl in the crosswalk. The driver hit the girl, and the, di- the girl died two days later in the hospital. Everyone on campus and in the surrounding area was extremely careful on campus after that, always paying attention to crosswalks, whether you were the driver or the pedestrian. It was sad and depressing for a few weeks after. Fast forward a few months. It's October. I work on campus. My office is in the same building where many of the classes are. I parked in the parking garage on Garland Avenue, which forced me to cross the same crosswalk that the girl did. I crossed it multiple times after she died, and it made me feel creeped out and sad, but nothing ever happened. The week before Halloween was busy at my job. I was working a lot that month. I'd forgotten something on campus in my office, and I needed to be able to work from home. My friends had made plans at night to meet up and go mini-golfing at 10 p.m. I decided to go into the office and work for a couple of hours since I could not get any work done from home. Then I'd go meet them to hang out later. The sun sets around 6.30 in the fall month, so it was already dark by the time I parked around 7 p.m. I got out of my car and walked to the crosswalk. I crossed three lanes of the road and happened to look up to the right when I got into the fourth lane of traffic. There was a dark gray Toyota Corolla slowly driving towards me. I stopped dead in my tracks, and I'm not quite sure why I did not just keep walking. Something felt off about this car. The windows were very tinted, to the point that I could not see anyone inside the car. The car stopped about ten feet from me, and it started to rev its engine up. That snapped me out of whatever trance I was in and made me take the final steps to the sidewalk. The car sped off to the stoplight and up the road and disappeared around the corner down the street that led to my building. I shook my head thinking it was some stupid college kid trying to show off or be cool. I weaved through some dorms and finally got to the next crosswalk that crossed the driveway to the side door of my building. This crosswalk is a one-way street that connects to the street that I previously crossed. I looked to my left for any oncoming traffic and there was that same car sitting. I waited for the car to drive by, but it stopped and flashed its lights at me. I guess this meant he was trying to let me cross. I went ahead and started to walk across the street, but when I got to the middle of the road, the car lurched forward and stopped about 12 inches from me. With that, I scurried to the other side of the road and turned around to chew out the driver, out of anger for almost hitting me. I turned around to the driver window, which was also very tinted. It slowly rolled down, only to reveal that no one was inside. I blinked and rubbed my eyes to make sure I was really seeing a driverless car. I looked in the back seat to see if there had been someone hiding back there trying to freak me out, but there was no one in the passenger seat or the back seat either. The driver's seat back was upright, so I knew they were not simply lying the seat down to avoid me seeing them. I felt the hair on the back of my neck stand up. I got a chill down my spine. I quickly hurried around to turn around to the door. I scrambled to get my keys out to open the exterior door, and I heard a car door open and slam shut behind me. I did not dare turn around because I did not want to see who or what was behind me. 
I finally got the right key to go in the door and slung it open and got inside. There was another set of doors I had to go through. I turned around when I got through them. Both sets of doors were glass so I could see outside. And the car was gone. I tried to block it out of my mind as someone pranking me since it was close to Halloween. I turned to go down the long hallway of the building that I worked in. and This hallway had motion-activated lights that really sucked. The motion sensors did not work well, so most of the time they would not turn on when you walked past them. I've never seen them on unless the switch was flipped. They only turned on when you did that instead of turning on when a person walked by. The hallway had faculty offices and a few computer labs in it, but it was late. Everyone had pretty much gone home. There was no one in the offices or computer labs as I made my way through the hall. I started walking down and the lights all turned on at once, all the way down the hall. This only happened as someone flipped one of the switches. There were only two switches. One at the end by me, and one at the other end of the hall, the very far end. I was looking in the direction of the second light switch and didn't see anyone walk by or turn it on. I didn't see a hand from around the corner flip it on or anything. I knew there was no one behind me who could have switched the light on from there. I was about five feet from it, so I know I did not hit it by mistake. I thought it was odd. I got another shiver down my spine, but I just kept walking. I finally made it to the end of the hallway and I felt someone watching me from behind. I turned around fast to see who it was. I looked, and there was no one there. I would have seen someone duck into one of the classrooms or office suites because all the doors were closed when I walked by. I would have heard a door open and shut at the very least. I decided that I was crazy and that no one was there. Every single light turned off at once. Like someone switched the light switch again. I was looking at both light switches and neither one moved. With that, I quickly made my way through the open part of the building to the staircase that led to the office suite. The staircase goes to the lower level of the building, and there's a landing on the second floor, which I was currently on. There's a ceiling to floor windows that overlook the tiny parking lot behind the building. There was a girl standing there facing the windows with her back to me. She had long brown hair that fell to her lower waist. I could see she was wearing jeans and a white top with a large red pattern on it. It was very odd. The red splotches were random and looked almost like paint. I called out to her to say hello so I didn't startle her, but she did not turn around. She didn't seem odd since most of the janitorial staff cleans late at night. They typically have earbuds in to pass the time with music or podcasts or whatever they like listening to. It was common for them to not hear people walk up, especially since it was not common for others to be there after hours. I shrugged it off and started towards the staircase, but then a thought occurred to me. I looked back at the girl who had not moved. She was just standing there. She did not have a mop, broom, trash cart, or any other janitorial supplies. I stepped down into the first step, and that's when she slowly turned to face me. I almost puked when I saw her face. She looked to be about my age, late teens, early twenties. She was gorgeous on one side of her face, but the other side was missing. By missing, I mean that her skin was shredded. It was gone. I could see her skull, jawbone, and teeth. From what I could tell, her expression was anger. She was furrowing her one existing brow and narrowing her good eye at me. She started stalking across the landing towards me with her arms outstretched. 
I could not rationalize what I was seeing. I had no idea how this girl was standing, let alone moving towards me quickly. The whole left side of her body was shredded, just like her face. I could see parts of bone in her arm and leg. Her clothes were torn on that side as well. I realized that the red paint I had seen on her shirt was indeed blood. I finally let my brain take over my body and I darted down the steps and immediately to the door of my office suite. There's four offices down the long hallway that makes up my suite. My office was at the very end of the hallway. Like the first hallway upstairs, this one had motion-activated lights. They also could be turned on by flipping a switch on the wall. I fumbled with my keys, trying to get the exterior door opened. Finally, I jammed the key in and turned it. I jerked them out and practically ran down the hallway, flipping the lights on as I went. At the end of the hall was the door to my office as well. I again fumbled my keys to get that door unlocked. Before I could, I heard a slow, methodical knock on the door behind me. All the classroom and office doors in my building have long, skinny windows in them, so you can see who's knocking on your door. I turned my head and let out a scream when I saw the same girl at the door. This time she smiled at me, but it was not friendly. It looked evil, like she enjoyed my torment. I willed myself to turn back around to my office door and finally managed to get it open. I slammed it shut behind me and it locked automatically. All the doors in my building lock automatically when they latch shut unless you flick the latch in it to let it stay unlocked. It's a safety precaution to prevent school shooters or intruders from having easy access to classrooms or offices full of people. I scrambled to the far wall of my office, which I shared with three other people. It's the largest office in the suite since there were three student workers who had desks in there. There was also a gigantic printer for posters and signage and such. If you were at any of the computer workstations, you could not be seen from the door's window. I flattened myself against one of the far walls and tried to slow my heart rate and breathing while listening for any signs of the girl I'd seen. It was quiet, and usually when the exterior door opened and shut, you could hear it. It was a heavy door that had one of the arms attached to the frame that would cause it to slowly shut unless there was a doorstop holding it open. It was against university policy to prop a door open for longer than necessary to eliminate opportunities for intruders or school shooters. After about 20 minutes, I picked up my phone and called my then-boyfriend. Not that he could really help me much since we were long distance. He lived six hours away in a different state, so it was not like he could drive to campus to comfort me or protect me. He answered the phone grumpily since he had been taking a nap. I told him what had happened and he quickly shut down any suspicions by reminding me that it was only a few days before Halloween. He suggested that it might be a group of college kids playing a trick on me. I agreed and apologized for waking him up since he was clearly unhappy with me. He did not believe in anything supernatural whatsoever, so I was not about to suggest what I knew deep in my stomach. This was not a prank. This was some sort of spirit trying to scare me, get my attention, torment me. What it was trying to do was unclear at that moment, but I knew that it was not a living human. I just shook my head and tried to clear my thoughts. I pulled up my laptop and began working on the project I was trying to get finished. I worked for three solid hours and looked at my phone during a break. It was just before 10 p.m. and my phone was dying. I decided that three hours was enough time and I needed to get home before my phone was completely dead. I started packing up my things and began making my way back towards the door. I opened it and switched off the lights and let the door swing shut behind me. 
I walked cautiously toward the exterior suite door. And that was the last place I saw the girl. I half expected her to jump out when I got close enough to the door, but nothing happened. I opened the door, turned to go up the staircase to make my way out of the building. I did not see anything, so I took my time. Once I got to the top step, I heard soft, sobbing noises coming from the corner of the landing where I first saw the girl. She was sitting on the floor this time with her legs crossed the way that small children do. Her head was bowed looking down at the floor in front of her, and she was shaking slightly from the sobbing. Her back was to me again, so I could not see her face. My heart did go out to her because she sounded so sad and in pain, but my brain just kept thinking about the evil smile she had shown me while I was terrified earlier. I turned on my heel to run out of the building, but she started talking through the crying. Please stay with me. I don't have any friends. Please stay here forever with me. We can be friends. She kept repeating that. She was alone, had no friends, and kept asking me to stay with her. I got chills down my spine and did not think twice about running out the door that I had come in earlier. I was at a dead run when I came to the crosswalk. I was genuinely terrified and wanted to get as far away from that building as possible, but I was not stupid enough to go running across the street without looking. I glanced both ways searching for headlights and once I saw that it was clear I started walking as quickly as I could across the four-lane road. Once I got to the middle of the road, I noticed headlights out of the corner of my eye. It was the same car that had spooked me on my walk over to my office earlier. I bolted across the street quickly, ran onto the sidewalk to the parking garage, wasting no time hopping into the elevators and frantically pressed the button to force the doors closed when the car stopped in the street directly in front of the elevators. The driver's door opened, but I did not see who or what got out. Elevator doors shut right before I could see anyone step out. I leaned against the back of the elevator and waited while it took me up three floors. I was parked on the top floor of the parking garage, especially if I knew I would be there after dark. It's very well lit, and typically has plenty of spaces available. I stepped off the elevator, looked over the rail, into the street below to see if I could spot the car, but it was nowhere in sight. I let out a breath and quietly walked to my car about 20 feet from the elevator. I placed my backpack in the back seat and hopped in the front seat. I started my car and sped off down the ramp to the lower levels towards the exit. I was currently on the fifth floor and the exit was on the second. When I reached the bottom of the first ramp on the fourth floor, the same car was waiting for me. I floored it, going around to the right since this was one-way traffic and the car was sitting to my left. I sped as quickly as I could around the corner, circling the floors and ramps, descending to the bottom. I finally hit the second floor and glanced in my rearview mirror, the headlights returning onto the ramp behind me. I completely lost it. I darted out onto the road and cruised through the intersection quickly. I drove to my apartment about a mile off campus. The whole drive, I checked my rearview mirror. No one was behind me. The whole drive home. I got out of my car in the parking lot in front of my apartment and quickly ran inside, locking the door behind me. The following night, I had little sleep. It took several weeks to finally get through an entire night with no nightmares. A few months later, in February of 2020, the local news channel started covering the death of the girl that had occurred a year earlier. 
On the morning of the one-year anniversary, they shared a photo of her on the news program. I always watch the news when I get ready in the morning, says I like to keep up with current events in my area and get the forecast for the weather. I was in the bathroom listening to my bedroom television as the segment on her began. I was putting on makeup when the news reporter spoke her name out loud. I'll not repeat her name just to protect her identity. I don't want to draw attention where it's not wanted. I got a chill down my spine when the name was said on TV. I dropped everything I was doing and went to sit on the edge of the bed to watch the story. Seconds later, a photo of her popped into the screen, and I went ice cold. It was the same girl I had seen in October. The same girl I had seen in my office with a mangled face and body. She had the same outfit, except it was not torn. Her shirt was also pure white, not red. I felt the blood drain from my face as I realized what I had seen a few months prior. According to the news reporter, the girl had been hit by a teenage driver that was on her way to high school. The teen had been texting and driving at the same time. She did not realize that she had hit someone and drugged the victim about 10 feet before she came to a stop. The girl was not killed instantly, but instead lived for two days. She was in a coma before she died and never woke up. I've not seen her since, but I still refuse to stay in my office after dark alone. I don't know why she chose me or what she wanted from me. I don't know if simply she wanted help or a friend or if she wanted to harm me or scare me. Maybe I'll never know. I sure hope I don't see her again. But I hope she found peace wherever she is. I'll write in more and I love listening to the show. I'm excited to see what you do with this story. Want a commercial-free experience of the show with access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories? Sign up at Apple Podcasts right now and try it for three days free. Ghostpodcast.com or Patreon.com slash Real Ghost Stories. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. I saw all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Way, Brady PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.